My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash What's going on, family? It's your man, Tay here once again with my man, E. What's going on, E? What's good, bro? Money Mondays with you, man. Let's get it. Let's get Loving it. Loving it. You know how we do it, family. So today, we actually have a really good question from one of the listeners and that question is hey we got kids say what do you suggest when it comes to investing for the kids and their future which is a great question well before i go into it i want to actually let you all know how you can get your questions to us if you have a question you want a topic or you want us to cover a topic all you have to do is leave us a five-star review leave the question or the topic in that review we'll get to it asap right so this is a great question and as i get into it i want to say a few things first number one i like to let people know this that i am actually the guy who's the risk like the risky i'm not a financial advisor so i want you to know that if you really want someone to advise you through this journey go to one of them right that's what they are like hired for that's what they went to school for that's what they do and they are safer Right, I just I'd be honest with you. Right? <laughs> yeah. They're safe. You're right. Yeah, you're talking to someone that you know. I wanted to be rich. I didn't want to just you know be normal. Right, your financial advisors are usually for like the normal, like American. Right, hey, we're taught to take your money from your job that you work, invest it, quote unquote, safely, properly, and then you know by the time you're 65, 70, you should have a couple million that you can retire on. Yeah, safe route. Preserving right? your lifestyle through retirement. It's kind of their basic thing. Yeah. Right. I'm not that, right? So I have to I have to say that as a disclaimer that none of this stuff is financial advice from me, right? Or from E. None of this is financial advice. This is what maybe I do or I will do because, of course, you all know I have a baby boy on the way. This is what I may do but um, or what some of the options I'm going to look into. Yeah. But I'm not going to suggest this for anybody because I'm a little more riskier than most people. <laughs> for example, for many people who are like, what, what, what's your level of risk? What do you mean by risk? Well, you know, people would say, hey, Tay, how'd you get where you are now? Well, shit, I took loans out, right? O yeah. OPM. And, you know, no, I needed to invest some money. I took out a $10,000 loan. I invested it. I returned. You know, I got a return of about, I basically pulled in like $150,000 a year, right? I took the hundred fifty thousand. I paid ten that ten grand back, and then next level, I needed a little bit more money. Borrow, borrow, yep. borrow. I borrowed again. Mm -hmm. I I damn near ten x debt, and that's how I got to you know eight plus figures. You know, I borrowed and leveraged my way here, right? That's very risky, and a lot of people can't sleep at night knowing they owe ten thousand dollars and you know debt back. But that's how I saw. A lot of millionaires. I knew I wanted to be rich. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to follow the average American. I followed the millionaires, right? And a lot of millionaires and billionaires leveraged their way to the top. Yeah. So that's what I did. All right. Yeah. Risky. Okay. That's good. <clears throat> so, all of that being said, um, there are a few things that I've noticed that you can do. Once again, I don't have any kids, and I'm not a financial advisor, so I'm not very uh, versed in a lot of mm -hmm. these, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, I looked up a few things that. I wanted to say, hey, like, do I like this or do I not? Yeah, you know, I've heard of the, you know, the Ugma and the Utma. I've heard of them. I've seen, you know, I've mentioned, you know, or seen people mention them. 
these are definitely options. The 529 is an option. Yep. Right. These are all things that you can open up like brokerage accounts, basically under your child's name. And they give you the benefit or, or the ability to gift your child a certain amount of money each year. I want to say in 2022, it was like $16,000. It used to be 15. I don't know if they're going to keep it at 16,000, but you can gift your child the money without it being taxed. Like, Hey, here's a gift, no tax. Right. Um, Unfortunately, it's not like an IRA based on my knowledge of it. It's not like an IRA where you invest it and then at the end, the child pulls it out tax-free. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately not, right? Yeah. This is why you're going to have to make sure your ta- your child is also tax savvy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm noticing is these are good ways of being able to invest for your child. You gift the money and then, of course, you invest it for them, Right. Uh, one of the best things that I plan on doing. So let's get into what I would do. Yeah, right? exactly. And what you would do, because I know yeah. you're going to do it. Right. So the UGMA, um, UGMA, the UGMA is for stocks, bonds, paper assets, basically stocks, mm-hmm. bonds, uh, mutual funds, cash. That's what the UGMA for the UTMA, U-T-M-A, the UTMA is for real estate. estate. Mm-hmm. Right. So you look. You got your UGMA right here. Yeah, you got your no, UGMA right no, here. You know, yeah. right? So ENT. So this is what we do. So for me, what I would personally do is maybe look at, you know, the UGMA, you know, and actually mm-hmm. both. Cause, yeah, just look know, at both. My child is gonna have real estate and stocks, right? Mm-hmm. That's just one thing that can that can go down and things can be invested there, right? Now overall, I'm not really gonna focus, you know, that's a small tax benefit, and you know, things mm-hmm. should, you know play different ways right i'm already playing a certain tax game that i might not even have to use the UGMA or UGMA and same thing mm-hmm. for e but that's something like the average person can use yeah in my case what i may um and what i would suggest for someone who wants to do what i do is getting into the particular of things on the paper a- asset side of things we'll go to real estate with for e on the paper asset side of things, what I personally want to do and what I'm going to do with my son is I'm going to watch him grow. Right. And throughout his lifestyle or a lifetime, I'm going to see the things that he gets interested in. I want to see the things that his friends are interested mm-hmm. in. And I'm going to be basically explaining to him how things work as far as ownership goes. And we're going to sit down together and we're going to start buying ownership, putting ownership into things that he likes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, some of you who already have kids, they're playing on Roblox and, yep. you know, Fortnite and all these things. Mm-hmm. What you need to do as a parent is you need to go out and find out, hey, who owns Fortnite? Who owns Roblox? Right. What stock? What's the ticker symbol? Yeah. What you know, mm-hmm. what is, you don't even need to know what the company does now at this point. Right now, part, and I, I mean, you can, of course, do your due diligence, but right now, at this part, what we're doing is teaching a lesson, number one, two, and going into things that could potentially help make money for your child. No, absolutely. And right. you pick an interest Ab- absolutely. In, in, in something that is very, very beneficial absolutely. for them in their future. No, absolutely. So that's what I plan on doing. Um, so we'll sit down and we'll go over some things like, hey, you like playing Roblox or whatever. You part owner in that now. 
You're mm-hmm. part owner in that company, my boy. Right? <laughs> CTJ running around now. I own Roblox. That's right. <laughs> I own this. Uh-huh. You can't talk yep. to me like this. Mm-hmm. I own Roblox. Right? Mm-hmm. So these are some of the things that I like to do. So, you know, hey, I almost know that, you know, if he's anything like me, he's going to like sports and, you know, mm-hmm. athletics. So he's probably going to wear Nike. Yeah. Right? Hey, you're part owner in Nike, my boy. Mm-hmm. Right? So these are some of the things that, you know, we're going to be doing and we're going to get into um so yeah i i definitely would suggest for a lot of parents for a lot of people you go through that and find out what your child likes mm-hmm. find out what some of the things that you know you can get into and that's going to be one of your better ways of investing number one and two setting your child up for a future to for that child to take over mm-hmm. right because you have to get them in a position to be able to take over Absolutely. So that's one of the ways that I personally would carry things out. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna pass this to E because I want to yeah. see what he has to say about the real estate side of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say this too because before I dive into the real estate piece of it, right? So as Tay said, not a, not a not a financial planner, but also you know I don't have kids. Uh, but one of the things I have had the pleasure of doing, and honestly, I like it because it it expands my knowledge base um, with my team, right? My employees, my staff. Um, mm-hmm as we look at like benefits and things to offer them to, to better their life. Right. I might not have kids, uh, but my team is majority, majority women. Right. Um, some of them already have kids. Of course, a lot of them are, are contemplating or, or planning to have, to have kids. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe annually or every other year, we're looking at, Hey, what things are important uh, for parents, right. Especially young parents. Um, and what we try to do is kind of cast a wide net and look at all the options. And I think really what, when people are asking now, particularly in addressing this question, is kind of what what would you do? I'll dive into what I would do, but I think it's also important that you look at all the different options that are out there, um, specifically because you'll want things that will align with the path you plan to place your child on. And I love what Tay said. And then also watch how they grow and find things that align with kind of who they're becoming and what they would want to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, f- first and foremost, you know, the real estate piece, right? So the, up, the up, it's essentially a real estate trust, right? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people operate with um, trust in place now, and a lot of property, particularly in families, um, because a trust is a is an entity. So a trust is something you create legally, um, and you can create that legally. It can basically be titled to hold property. So very similar to a brokerage account, you know, you, you create a person and it's a custodial account, right? You have responsibility for the things that are that are purchased in that account. The trust is very similar. It's just more for um, for real assets. So Tay talked about paper assets, real assets being yeah. like property, um, and not just real estate, but also, I mean, luxury goods or whatever. Right. You can you can really any goods, but mm-hmm. get your kids luxury goods, high quality goods. Right. Um, but you can put them in a trust and essentially what a UPMA does compared to just another type of trust, which can have its own um, its own regulations. It has kind of a shot clock on it. Right. It's got a time frame on it. Mm-hmm. And so depending on the state in which you set it up, you know, either your kids going to take over at 18. I think it's 18, 21 or 25. But I believe 18 to 25 is the range of time. So, again, check out your options based off where you are. Like Tay said, he might not have to do some of these things because he'll be structured based off of where his residence is. So dive into it a little bit, bit more. So it becomes specialized to you. And I'll say this, you know, what trusts allow you to one, one thing with trust is also, you know, you get to create some air of um, separation, right? So when you are putting property and certain things in a trust, they're a separate entity and you're protecting those things from personal liabilities, right? So, 
there's nothing you want to do more than to put things at risk that your child could possibly inherit. Mm -hmm. So a trust is really important from that standpoint. But also what a trust is, is essentially it's an entity, it's a business. And right. like we're talking about, we, our children are going to be in the business space, right? They're going right. to understand how things operate, how things work. And so you're able to bring them into the understanding of how things are legally structured and how things are benefiting them. And then honestly, it's like you've already planned for it to be turned over, right? It's literally like the perfect example of a family business. When you become of age, this will be yours, exactly. right? And that's what I would say is the best way to describe the utma. I think also, um, it, like everything else, it should be layered with different things. So, you know, it provides some tax advantages, probably not a lot. Like, it's really not a tax beneficial um, entity because it's going to transition when they become a certain age. Mm -hmm. Unless you're someone who's quite old or you live a riskier lifestyle, right? Because then you can possibly avoid a state tax and a state tax because it's, it's already in an in a entity. Um, very similar to just starting any other family business, right? Just make them an owner set it up so if you do pass they just absorb ownership right they don't have to buy it they don't have to buy out certain people they don't have to have a taxable event so a lot of this is managing taxes so i would say layer on as many things as you can to have tax beneficial um on an annual basis tax benefits so one of the things that i did for my team we actually set up everyone to have an hsa account Right. So and that's a health savings account. So HSA health savings account. And so we set up everyone have a health savings account. And what that does is it has a monetary limit based on whether you're single or you're married and you're filing a certain way. But essentially, we'll just say it averages about I think it was like six thousand sixty five hundred, something like that um, last year. So what you can do is as an employee <clears throat> and honestly, as a business owner, but you have HSA, you can push up to a certain amount of money. I think, like I said, about six thousand dollars into that and it's a tax beneficial act right so essentially the government would treat that as if it's an expense you won't pay taxes on that in terms of it being like income so you get to avoid taxes based on where you are 25 50 percent so you you want to take advantage of that and then the regulations around it is it, it just has to be used for health related costs right and there's some restrictions but honestly it's pretty flexible mm -hmm. I think the same thing to kind of jump through these hoops for the other thing, the 529 that's out there is very education focused. It's very, very, very good because it's very tax beneficial. A lot of people, if you plan on sending your child to college and even some private education institutions, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be college. Um, could be a trade school, whatever it is. I think it's got, it's got a little bit broader now in, in what education is considered, but it's specific to education. Mm -hmm. You push money in there, you avoid a taxable event. You keep doing this, right? You keep doing this. You layer that on. You save, you know, off of this six thousand here. I think it's like fourteen, fifteen thousand in 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 something else. And then you keep jumping down. And you're like, man, you can start a Roth IRA, or you can start an IRA, where you have another ability to like minimize some taxes. So, right. in in short, what I would do is really layer all these benefits on top of each other, right? You got to become a little bit more knowledgeable than you probably are now. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a couple of documents, a couple sheets of paper, but honestly, for what you'll be paying. In those in those taxes or the savings you have paid in taxes, it's well worth the time. Absolutely. And then two, the last thing I would say is as soon as possible, make your child start a business and your child is an employee. Right. Because right? one of the biggest tax benefits that you will get is the ability to pay your child for some type of service, some type of responsibility they have in a business. Mm -hmm. And that's tax free for them to receive it. But you or the owner of that business, again, get your kids to work with other families and friends or whatever. Like business might not be your thing. And we know we're talking to people that don't necessarily want to have that responsibility. Right. Um, 
but find a place for them to like learn these skills and work and experience that because they can receive income tax free. And so you can help out somebody in the family, somebody in your network by saying, hey, my child would be great to do X, Y and Z over the summer on the weekends. They get a skill. You can tell them, hey, you got your own money and they learn how to manage it. Mm -hmm. But also whoever that business is, they're able to write that off as a tax. Right. They're paying them. But that child's receiving that income. Money's coming into the household and they don't have to pay taxes. So I would just say have a pretty layered tax strategy that takes advantage, literally advantage of the fact that they're a young person and the government wants you to honestly set up young people to succeed. Like it's, it's written out there. So just do the research, layer it on. Don't start with just one thing like, oh, I got a 529. My child's college will be da 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 because you're leaving a lot on the table. So so think about it. And it's your child, right? So max it out. You want to max it out. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. You said something very important in there for me. When we're talking about ownership, I I love that. Yeah. I, and that's kind of why I say I'm going to be a little bit different because, hey, I have ownership in a lot of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And instead of me saying, hey, what do I need to do for like all of these other little like trinkets and things that, Potentially, I'm not going to get too deep in that. Potentially, the government can have their hands in. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we want some of that too. Yep. Right? Why not just like create things and leave ownership behind? Yep. And the reason why I say this because I, <laughs> I want to be honest with y'all. I look at a lot of this stuff similar to, you know, IRAs, you know, 401ks, 401kb, like all of these 403b, excuse me, all these things, they work. Man, they yeah, work. yeah, they work. Yeah, depends on who you are and who or what you're looking to get out of them. Mm-hmm. For me personally, 401k was not for me. I don't think you know IRAs are for me. Why? Because simply the level that I'm playing at and some of the things that I'm putting in place, mm-hmm. I they don't really benefit like what I'm doing, right? So once again, it just depends on where you are, which is what leads me to my next thing. Make sure you educate yourself on Mm -hmm. what you need to be or should be doing for your specific situation because everybody's gonna be different right i could tell you oh all of these things are gonna work this is what i would do yada 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 but it may not be your situation it may Mm -hmm. not be perfect for you and what you have going on so you're gonna have to read some books (laughs) womp womp you're gonna have to take some courses or something right yeah you're gonna have to pay somebody for some type of information so that you know exactly what you're doing so you're leaving your kids with a better future than what you have that's the goal right it's the ultimate goal so once again for me uh i like the ownership piece i I love the ownership piece um buy real estate put ownership in it you know brokerages account a lot of y'all don't know uh, the broker the brokerage accounts that you all have there are beneficiary uh, beneficiaries on that you can leave it you know leave your child one maybe start one leave your wife one or leave your husband or whatever you can put different beneficiaries there right you can also please y'all y'all know what i think some of y'all know what i'm about to say life insurance <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. These are just some of the basic things that you can leave behind. And honestly, the reason why I'm going to say it this way, and it sounds very bad, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Just brace yourself. Just brace yourself. But there is no company out there that can promise you a better promise on returns than death. <laughs> I just be honest. With you, yeah, you're right about that. Right. There's mm-hmm. no business out there that's going to say, hey, I guarantee you we're going to do 
this amount of performance. I guarantee you in 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, this is going to happen. No company can do that. Right. But one thing that you can guarantee is that we all going to die. Right. Mm -hmm. We're all going to die. So for me, another thing big on insurance. So for me, hey, the best stock I could leave to my child, yeah, no, <laughs> the you're right. you know, yeah. the best piece of real estate I could leave to my child is that when he lo when he loses daddy, daddy leaves behind a nice amount of money. Right now, I only hope and pray that I'm here long enough to be able to teach him all the things I know. Yeah. Right. The things I teach in STB, et cetera, et cetera. That even if I don't have anything else left over for him, I leave him with, I'm not even going to give a number, but whatever comes from oh, life yeah, insurance, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And he takes the knowledge that I've leaving, uh, given him over the lifetime that he's lived and grows or manages that mm -hmm. money from the life insurance policy. This is how I plan on, this is just one way, but this is one of the things yep. I definitely plan on doing. And I suggest a lot of you get into life insurance is huge. It's a big thing. And it's mm -hmm. been going on for wealthy people for generations. Absolutely. Right. So that's, that's pretty much what I'm going to leave y'all with. Cause yeah. I, I think that's most important in my world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take the handoff from Tay. I think again, because he's talking about life insurance and things mm -hmm. that have longevity and one thing you guarantee, right? Look, I'm Mr. Dirt, right? Buy the dirt. <laughs> Buy the dirt, right? Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. They're not making more of it. Right. Facts. If you listen to this podcast anywhere near the time it's been recorded, real estate is going crazy. Mm -hmm. It's going crazy. Right? The demand is there. Uh, one of my favorite phrases about real estate and why I like it, oh, why, what's, what's so special about real estate? Other than it is literally the greatest history, um, the greatest wealth builder in history, right? Yes. But everything that happens has to happen in a place. And like Tay said, everybody's going to die. And guess what? Everybody got to do something. I don't care what it is. You got to do something. Yeah. Own some dirt so you can have a place to do your something, whatever right. that is. Whether you grow stuff, whether you build stuff, whether you set stuff on fire, <laughs> like whatever it is that right. you do, own and yep. control that space because you got to have a place to live. You want to shelter, right? You want to be able to grow food. You want to be able to have fun, activity, whatever it is, right? So real estate. Another thing I'll say this, and too, this is one, I'm, I'm, I'm going to reach into, into Tay's bag here. Take care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like one of the best things you can do for your kid is being able-minded and able-bodied. Yes. Right? And yes. and try your best to have that longevity um, because you don't want to regret not being able to teach them that one more thing mm -hmm. or have made that one more thing happen that really sets them up a certain way. Exactly. Um, and I think, you know, there's nothing that's more beneficial to a child when you look at kind of the arc of their life is having a well-educated mm -hmm. and healthy parent. Facts. Because there's going to be so much that they just Prices. absorb <laughs> from your knowledge and absorb from your healthy practices, right? So invest in yourself. We said a bunch of fancy words and acronyms. <laughs> Learn so you are wiser mm -hmm. and take care of yourself so you are healthier. And Bingo. your child will be better off, Bingo. like full stop. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would say, just like Tay said, but life insurance, real estate, because those two things, even if you aren't extremely savvy, mm -hmm. they're like they're kind of like naturally built for you to be able to operate in them. Like, Absolutely. Like insurance is kind of really broken up into a couple of ways. They can run charts and things that aren't that difficult to understand. Mm -hmm. And real estate, like I said, owning it is beneficial. Somebody will pay you for it, whether they're buying it from you or renting it from you, leasing it from you. And it can be passed on because it's going to always be there. Right. Um, and again, very stable, very structured. Deeds and titles have been around since 
time innumerable, <laughs> yes. right? You know, so Seriously. the way that people have handled that um, over a long period of time just shows you that it's something you should be taking um, into your empire, right? Into your family, into your legacy. So mm -hmm. those things are what I would leave you with. I think, again, the question is great. I want to say that too, right? You're thinking about your next generation. Um, you're already a lot of steps ahead of what a lot of people are doing when they first start to acquire money or even when you're just talking about money, period, because it's very much what can I do in the moment. Um, and so I just love that. I love somebody asking those kind of things. Like, what's what's for my next generation? How do I plan so that the work that I'm doing today, you know, is is, is, is building on uh, what I've done in the past and then it can be built on for that next generation? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we got a got a really bright group of folks that yeah, you know, yeah, check yeah. in yeah. with us. So I yeah. appreciate you all checking in. As always, we love you and we're going to keep these Money Mondays coming as long as possible, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you have any questions or any topics that you want us to cover for your particular situation, once again, we're not, you know, financial advisors, but, you know, we got some got some you know pretty big brains on our heads yeah, right yeah. we got a little something we can share so if you have any topics or any questions you want us to cover just leave us a five-star review leave the question or topic in that review and we'll be sure to get to it we got you other than that y'all keep studying up take control of your own situation so you can be the best mm -hmm. for yourself and your children we'll see you at the top peace peace out